52 yards should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're going to go nuts when he hits this thing. Welcome in. Yo, yo, yo. What up, golf degenerates? Welcome to your weekly golf gambling club meeting. We are back after two short weeks of a hiatus. My name is Joe Idoni. You've stumbled upon the Preferred Lines podcast. If you are here, do you have an iPhone? Android? Blackberry? Laptop? You got something. Um, you can go over to the Preferred Lines YouTube page. We'd appreciate a like and subscribe there. You can do so on Apple Podcasts. You can do so on Spotify. It's a music app. Ever heard of it? We're on there as well. Um, support the show. Listen, I wasn't sure if I was going to do stuff during the fall swing because the numbers aren't the same. Not sure how many people are going to be checking this out before Monday Night Football tonight. But I'm here for you. Do me a favor. Help me get in front of some eyeballs. I'm, I'm in the process of trying to do some big things for the show for the new year. Want to make sure that I don't lose any momentum that was built up over an electric fall swing last year and an ending of the season chock full of winners. We're coming in off a 10-win season. Expectations are at a fever pitch, high level. Um, we're going to see if we can run it back. Before I get started, Fantasy Points Media Group, um, if you have that phone or laptop, go ahead over there and sign up. Lions 22 will get you 10% off. They've got all kinds of tools data, ownership projections, all that good stuff. Great team of content providers over there. I appreciate them supporting the show. Um, thank you to the Fantasy Points Media Group. Give them a like. Check them out. My boy Dom, Matt, do a great show over there. We've got some other guys. I'm going to get a couple of them hopefully lined up for this fall swing as we get going. All right. Uh, course preview for tonight. Silverado. We're out west. Uh, north course, par 72, uh, roughly 7,100 and a half, 65-ish yards, although many times I believe it's played shorter, uh, depending on where they move the tee box. It's a Robert Trent Jones-designed golf course with some uh, influence, a little redesigned by old Johnny Miller uh, a few years back. Stork cut line, minus two. Previous winners, Max Homa last year, nailed it. Stuart Sink, minus 21. Cameron Champ, minus 17, nailed it. Uh, Kevin Tway, Tway Bay was here at minus 14. He won. And Brendan Steele, minus 15, won five years ago. Um, easy course, kind of like set up for fireworks at the finish. 16 is a short par five. 17 is a short par four. I believe the second shortest on the course. 18 is a short par five. Like you can legitimately go four under through that closing stretch of three holes. Um, so stay tuned. Fireworks down the finish. Seven of the last eight years. Got this little tidbit from my boy David Barnett over at Tour Junkies. Go check them out. But he dropped some knowledge on me that seven of the last eight years, the first round leader has come from the AM wave. If you're into first round leader bets, if you're into DFS showdown, uh, that may be some helpful info. Maybe something to do with the POA in the afternoons. Who knows? Maybe it's just one of them uh, sort of luck corollary stats could be. Uh, par fives, all gettable. Got to get there into must score, of course. Um, driving accuracy percentage is, I believe, um, most everyone is going to tell you that it doesn't really matter this week. And I believe that as well. However, it's a huge 
benefit on these par fives. Um, if you are in the fairway, and Cam Champ alluded to this post round in in one of his quotes, it gives you a chance to have an iron in your hand on all four par fives, which make them probably an easy birdie opportunity. If not, you will have eagle ops. Um, while this course does represent the bottom 10% in terms of driving accuracy on court tour, I do believe that there is some weight in terms of, of making sure you hit the fairways on the par fives. Now the rough is, is negligible. It's nothing. Um, but in order to have like a four or five iron in, be in the fairway. That'll help. Several shorter dogleg par fours. Nine of the 10 are, are sub 450 yards. Really no hazards necessarily to speak at. Um, like I said, you're, you're, you're in a good position to kind of cut a lot of those par fours if you do take the bomber approach. Um, rough is nothing. Many times being on the correct side of the, the fairway or rough um, in terms of finding the appropriate angle to approach some of these greens that it is more important necessarily than being on the so being in the rough but being on the right side is sometimes better than being in the fairway and being on the wrong side um if that makes sense translation send it uh, 100 yard web shots nearly double the tour average i'm uh, gonna have a little flick wedges 100 to 125 yards uh, I zoomed out a little bit to 75 to 150 when I'll get into my stats later. Greens, um, POA, bent mix, um, not championship level fast, I don't think, by any means, but do have a fair bit of undulation and slope to them. Uh, one of the easiest courses in the rotation in terms of stroke average. Um, and, and think about that for a second, right? One of the easiest stops on tour it's also the first stop on tour. It's also the first stop after players got a little breather. Uh, many of them from a FedEx Cup run. Many of them just from a long rookie season. Many of them from a long Corn Ferry Tour season. Um, so to think that these guys didn't take maybe a little bit of a, like not a vacation, but a, a little bit of a rest to reset um, is, I think, uh, short-sighted. It's the start of the season. Um, there's not a very strong field and perennially it's still one of the easiest. I think that that says a lot, much like, like think about the NFL this past weekend, the teams who had like no preseason reps, really, there was rust. There was rust virtually for every team. I think that you see that with a lot of the players who stop here. Um, I'm looking at greens in regulation in terms of, of seeing players who are got to, got to be able to hit these. Like I mentioned, the scoring is going to be so low. I think that they tear this place apart. If you miss the greens, you missed the cut. Uh, defense, if any, is the par threes. Three out of the four rank amongst the top four uh, hardest holes on the golf course. Lastly, uh, I contacted, reached out to John Rahm for for comment. Um, and he said it's a piece of shit putting contest. Fucking piece of shit putting contest from John Rahm. That's Silverado. Uh, key stats for what it's worth. I, I put off the T in there. Um, obviously, ball striking, birdie or better is gained. Uh, I, I sorted and filtered for easy to average scoring conditions. So I kind of weeded out the birdie or better rates on really difficult courses. Did the same on par fives. Uh, proximity, like I mentioned, 75 to 150 yards. Green and regulation gained. Driving distance, good drives gain. And of course, as always, I love to, to sprinkle me in uh, a good dose of course history to kind of to, to bind everything together in the mixing pod. That's my binder, course history. Uh, let's get to the betting board. Brought to you by my boys over at Fantasy Golf Pod. The betting board. 
Boom. Fantasy Golf Pod presents the betting board. Now up in that corner. Uh, projections, ownership. Chad and the boys are doing a Wednesday night last call show. I believe they're still running that back this season. I'll contact him to make sure. Last call, Jish, Eric, Chad. Great place to spend your Wednesday nights as you're sort of pounding through, building those lineups, making those final bets. All right. Let's bring on the board. Hideki. He's here. He's 14 to 1. Uh Max Homa is next favorite on the board at 8 at sorry, I'm at 16 to 1. Corey Connors is 16 to 1. Taylor Pendrith getting steamed using bet online here. I've seen some places that he's 30 all the way down to 22. Cameron Davis is 25. Sahith Thigala is 28 to 1. Mav McNeely 28 to 1. Let me start here. Um I actually did put a good bit of emphasis in my model this week. It didn't say shit about Sahith. Um, I thought it would. I wanted it to. I bet him anyways, guys. He's 28 to 1. Um, I'm going to I, I ride it till the wheels fall off. Uh, I don't know. I like I want to think that this is a great fit for him where he can just bomb it without regard for the right miss that he tends to um have. Feels like a good spot. Can cut a lot of those dog legs. Guy led the PGA Tour and birdies last year. Why wouldn't it be? Um, but his his proximity numbers were were pretty off. I don't know. Nothing says you should bet Sahith other than my brain and my eyes saying you should bet Sahith. 28 to 1. I took him. Cheers to those of you here before Monday Night Football. Little tequila mix. Uh been 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 on a kick lately. Tequila. Um it's a new thing. I saw something online. I think it was Burt Kreischer said, you don't get hung over off tequila. Let's give it a shot, right? We'll try anything once. Uh, but I do have a best bet of this week. He's also at 28 to one. He's gone down a little bit here. I got it this morning. Here's who the model will tell you to play, who I think is in good form as Sahith, and it's screaming his name, Cam Davis. He's been on here a number of times. He's ready for the President's Cup. Uh, mem- fired up to be a member of the international team. I'm certain. Um, big opportunity for him. I think um, this narrative is probably what everyone's thinking. But, of course, I-, I don't feel like there's been much of an offseason for Cam Davis. Maybe a week. Probably got right back in the lab. Probably been working hard. Doesn't want to embarrass himself in a few weeks. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take him. And the numbers tell you to play him. Second and birdie or better gained on easy-to-average scoring conditions courses. Par 5 scoring. How about that one? Those are important this week. Second there. Driving distance. He's plenty long. Sixth in the field in terms of driving distance. I think that he doesn't get enough credit for how far he hits it quite often. Um, He's a very aggressive player, which we've seen the likes. You know, obviously, uh, when you see Sink, how he kind of played this thing with a lot of drivers. When you see Cam Champ, when you see Max Homa, who's an aggressive player. Um, I like Cam Davis kind of in that mold, sixth in driving distance. The proximity numbers from 100 to 125 yards. This is where this kid is special. Um, anytime you have a bomber, they're typically not the best guys on tour from 100 yards. Cam Davis does both. He's got a little bit of room in between. He's a good putter. Like he's just a really good player. And I feel like 28 to one is an extremely fair number on him this week. The recent form would indicate that he's playing well. Also 35th, 13th, 14th, 16th, eighth. That would be four top 20 finishes in his last five starts. 
The course history isn't fantastic. I'm overwriting it. He's a better player now than he's ever been in his entire life. Cam Davis is 21, 28 to 1. That's your best bet of the week. Uh, moving down the board, Matt McNeely. No interest. Never have interest in Matt McNeely. Not going there. Davis Riley, I don't know. Maybe he peaked. No, he didn't peak. But I think he's on. He'll work his way back into a groove. I don't know that it comes this soon. Uh, I'm just not going to bet it. I'd much rather have Sahith and Cam Davis, who played much better toward the end of the season. Here's a couple interesting ones. Emiliano Grillo. I, he was 40 to 1 earlier, 35 to 1 now here. Um, the numbers are solid, guys. Uh, second off the tee, fifth in course history, fifth in birdies or better gain, fourth in greens and regulation, number one in par five scoring, Emiliano Grillo. Um, unbelievable, quite frankly, when I saw those numbers. I, when I first saw his odds price, and I'm like, no fucking way. Um, but then, the, yeah, he's trending. Uh, will he win? I don't think so. But this could be a spot for Grio. Like, let's not kid ourselves. We're talking about Silverado. We're talking about the Fortinet. Um, it wouldn't be a shock if Grio figured it out here. I didn't bet him though. The other interesting one was fifty to one this morning. I thought about it so long, didn't pull the trigger. It's all the way down to forty to one. It's Brendan Steele. Um, has that win here? Third in course history. Um, Number one in ball striking over the last 24 rounds. Uh, top 10 in good drives gained where he's not overly long. I don't feel like that's a prerequisite here. He's super accurate. Um, number two, excuse me, in terms of strokes gained total at Silverado. He's going to hit a lot of fairways. Can he putt? I, I, I don't feel like he's there quite yet where... 40 to 50 to one steal is like going to make enough putts that I feel great about. Is he going to gain three and a half strokes putting? I feel like you're going to need to. Um, I don't know if that's in his wheelhouse. Could he do it one week? Of course, comfortable place, West coast steal. You should probably play it. Uh, the numbers say play it. Good number. Even at 40, I got my guys at 28. I'm good. Let's move down the board. Taylor Montgomery, the hottest name in golf off the Corn Ferry Tour, 45 to 1. Not ready just yet. Although Corn Ferry guys, like they, they kind of they kind of ball at this place. Um, they show up ready to play. Not for me. Hoagie, 45 to 1. Webb Simpson. What, what a year for Weber. Uh 50 to 1 now with a Fortinet. Like he would have walked into this thing co-favorite with Hideki last year. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um, he's missing the president's cup at his home course. Things are in a bad spot for what he should have gone to live. Take the money. What Justin Sue 50 to one also corn Ferry tour grad, uh, Thomas Dietrich, um, uh, been playing pretty well. was pretty good at the BMW championship. I believe is 50 to one Trey Mullinex. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Trey Mullinex is 50 to one. Uh, on a heater back into the season. We don't want to call Scotty Scheffler's run a heater. I'm calling Trey Mullinex's run a heater, and I don't feel like I'm going to get any backlash for it. Uh, back into the season. Here's his, his final finishes. Won the Barbasol. Okay. 21st at the Open Championship at St. Andrews. Where the hell did that come from? Uh, 37th, 5th at the FedEx St. Jude FedEx Cup playoff event. 12th at the BMW Championship playoff event. What's going on? 
what kind of universe are we in where Trey Mullinex is doing these type of things? A one where he's 50 to one. I'm not going to bet that. Wyndham Clark, okay. I hate that number, but playing pretty good, and this is a good course fit for him. West Coast Poetize, uh, Wyndham Clark's okay. Alex Noren, Denny, Troy Merritt, Jason Day, Chris Kirk, all 60 to 1. If I had to pick one here, I would go Chris Kirk, although I have not bet any of those goons. Uh, Gary Woodland, 60 to 1. Cam Champ, previous champ, 60 to 1. Andrew Putnam playing pretty well at the end of the season. All right. What's the number I got on Chez earlier today? I think it was 75 to 1. He's 70 to 1 now. Good grief. You can call me a course history truther. I am that. I accept it, and I bet Chez Reeve. Uh, Course history, third in the field. Really good here. Good drives gained, second. Um, Proximity from 100 to 125 yards, number one in the field. Not to mention he got a win out in Lake Tahoe. This is in Napa. We're talking California. We're talking Chez Reeve on a short-ass golf course where he's going to have a ton of wedges, and he's playing pretty well. 70-1, to Chez. Just, just. Just bet that because you're going to feel dumb if Chez wins. Just bet that. Uh, okay, let's move down a little bit. Nick Hardy cooled. JJ Spawn, 75 to 1. Nope. Kevin Streelman, nope. Matt Kuchar, nope. Taylor Moore, 80 to 1. Did not take it, but number one in birdies are better on easy golf courses, Taylor Moore. Um, over the last 24 events, top 15 in good drives, gained seventh in greens and regulation. Uh, kids playing really well, and this is a fair number. He may be another long shot. Add 80 to one. Yes, is a long shot. Taylor Moore, uh, I feel you. I might, I might, I might ride. I might ride. Um, moving up, Patrick Rogers. Uh, some interest in P. Raj. Uh, pretty good course history here. Uh, bomber, early career. Now he's a Jupiter guy, but early career poetize. Uh, California, P. Raj, Stanford. Okay, there's narratives there. Eighty to one. I'm not gonna dis- besmirch uh, anyone who bets Patrick Rogers. Okay, torn, torn territory. Svensson, Taron. What do we do? So last season, I pretty much bet Svensson in every single event. It's a fair number. I think I'm on record of saying if Svensson is 100 to 1, I'm always going to bet him. I'm relieved to see he's only 90. I'm going to pass. Did bet Callum Terran. Bomber. Heater. Um, really good off the tee. 3M Open gained 4.2. Uh, John Deere gained 2.7. These are easy golf courses. Rocket Mortgage, uh, 5 Excuse me, 5.7 T to green. Those are all top 20 finishes toward the end. Late summer PGA Tour. Um, top 10 in the field in driving distance. All the confidence in the world. Early season event. Stack some FedEx Cup points. He's 90 to 1. I bet Callum Terran. Moving down the board in, in just total bomb range here. Carl Yon led the Corn Ferry Tour in, in uh, the points race last year. Uh, number one player coming in is 90 to 1. He was basically never the favorite. If you haven't seen him yet, uh, do a YouTube search for Carl Jan. Uh, Man, his swing is something. Uh, Hubbard, 
90 to 1. Don't mind it. Martin Laird, don't mind that 90 to 1 either. Ekro got the bump up. Will Gordon got the bump up. Here's where we start getting to some names with a lot, lot of motivation. Steven Yeager. I wonder if Yeager um, has my boy John Rathouse on the bag. Maybe I'll text John, see, see if he's got anything going. But they had a nice little connection going. Goderup, of course, we know is 100 to 1. Ricky Fowler down here, 110 to 1. Don't touch that. Don't just, just stay away. Um, Hostler, 125. Just some names here that I'm likely not going to bet. Here's an interesting one. Hayden Buckley, uh, 125 to 1. Seven consecutive cuts made. All of those uh, pretty good starts. Gain strokes off the tee in all seven of those starts. Gain strokes on approach in six out of seven of those starts. Figured something out right around the time of the U.S. Open. Uh, so essentially from June through now, September, it's played much, much better. Um, very talented, working on a system now that is apparently working and is 125 to 1. I bet that. We'll see. 125 to 1. He's my only guy over 100 to 1. Um, these odds board cuts off here. Matt Hughes is playing terrible. Michael Kim, we're not betting Michael Kim. Dougie Gim is 140 to 1. Um, it's a Silverado. I hope that you have fun with it. Um, I hope that you you uh, enjoy the start of the golf season after a, a, a sort of a two-week break. Anyone who checked this show out for Monday Night Football, much appreciated. I tried to start a little bit earlier so I don't run totally up against that for anyone who wanted to, to check it out live. I appreciate you. Once again, please support the show during this fall swing. It's important to me if you could leave a comment maybe on on the stream tweet just to let me know you're here. Um, that would be much appreciated. We had a big end to the season. Anyone who was in on the on the final episode of Preferred Lines for the Open Champ or the Tour Championship, excuse me. Um, I did the one win, we all win thing. All of you who responded and were in the contest have now been paid out. I hope you enjoy your your dollars that were sent to you via Venmo. Hope that you can buy yourself a drink tonight. And take the Seahawks. In Geno, we trust. Look, I'm in this uh, survivor pool with its big, big-time survivor pool. There's like 350 entries. Like 212 are dead. There's like another 30 on the Broncos tonight. I like the Seahawks. I advanced. I've got two in there. I had the Eagles. I had the Ravens. Would be huge to knock out 75% of the field. Geno Smith gets it done. Seahawks money line. Cam Davis is your Fortinet championship winner. I appreciate you all. I hope that you have a great Monday. Thanks for coming back for another season of Preferred Lines. I'll check you soon. Peace.